Welcome to the Turkey Hunter Podcast with me, your host, Andy Galliano. In this podcast, I share with turkey hunters just like you how to have more turkeys on your hunting property and how to have more successful turkey hunts. I teach you how to do this with tips and interviews with turkey hunting pros, wildlife management tips, and entertaining turkey hunting stories. Tune in weekly as I share proven and simple strategies to help you have more success this turkey season. Make sure to head over to www.iamturkeyhunting.com to subscribe to receive free turkey hunting tips, tactics, strategies, and product reviews. Also, please visit and like my Facebook fan page. Go to Facebook and search I Am Turkey Hunting. And also feel free to post your turkey hunting photos from this past season and let us know where and when you killed your bird. For all of you Twitter users out there, please follow me on Twitter where my handle is at turkeyhitman and I will be sure to follow you back. And now, for this week's show. Hello and welcome back to this week's episode of the Turkey Hunter Podcast. You are listening to episode 36, Early Summer Turkey Tips. I hope that all of you guys had a very successful turkey season this past spring and that you've got a freezer full of turkey meat to last you throughout the year and that you have packed the memory banks full of memories as well as taken a few lessons from the field back home with you to use for next year. Speaking of next year, it is never too early to start planning for next year and that is what this week's episode is all about. These early summer turkey tips are not about turkey hunting in the summer. They're about getting you prepared for turkey hunting next spring. And before we get into this week's episode, I've got a little bit of housekeeping that we need to do. First of all, talking about planning for next spring's hunting season. If you want to go on a great trip out of state, either to extend your season, or maybe you need help completing a Grand Slam or starting a Grand Slam, then you're going to want to check out my turkey hunting book. DIYMiriamsTurkeyHunt.com is where you can pick up a copy of it. In this book, I'm going to walk you through everything that you need to know to book a trip to go on a Merriam's turkey hunt out west. I went on this trip on public land during the 2014 hunting season, and I was completely blown away by the quality of the hunting the quantity of the turkeys, the lack of hunting pressure on the birds, and the amount of land that's open for hunting. And now, having been on several of these trips over the years, I know that it's difficult to plan a trip. It's extremely difficult. Even if you're hunting with an outfitter, it's difficult. But it's even more difficult if you're going to public land to hunt. And that is what this book does for you. It eliminates all of the questions that you have. It eliminates the stress. It eliminates a ton of time and planning because in the book, I tell you what you need to know from start to finish, all the way from where you're going to fly into, where you need to stay, where to hunt, what calls to bring, what clothing to bring, what boots to bring, where to go eat breakfast. I'm dead serious. I had one of the best breakfasts I've ever had on this trip, and I'll tell you where to go get it and what to order when you get there. Top to bottom, front to back, the book covers everything that you need to know to go from sitting on your sofa to sitting in the woods with your back against a tree, calling a Merriam's turkey to you, and hopefully getting to squeeze the trigger on one. Or 12, like my hunting partners and I did, in five and a half days. Yeah, we killed 12 turkeys in five and a half days of hunting on this trip. 
and I am very confident that you can have the same amount of success if you go on the same trip and use my book to help you plan the trip. Again, the website is DIY, as in do it yourself, MerriamsTurkeyHunt.com. DIY MerriamsTurkeyHunt.com. Pick up a copy of the book. I don't think you'll be disappointed. And if you are disappointed, send me an email and I'll give you your money back. It's that easy. So go ahead and get started planning your trip for next season. One other housekeeping thing that I want to discuss is that I am soon going to be opening the show up for sponsorships. If you have a hunting product, preferably a turkey hunting product, but it doesn't have to be all about turkey hunting. We turkey hunters use all sorts of general hunting products, camo, boots, coats, guns, whatever it happens to be. If you've got a hunting product that you would like to advertise on the Turkey Hunter podcast, then reach out to me, andy at iamturkeyhunting.com, and I will be sure to get some information over to you. My goal is to have the sponsorship package put together and on the website by July 1st. But in the meantime, I've still got all the information that you need. I just don't have it put together in the package yet. But you can get that information from me by emailing me to andy at iamturkeyhunting.com. And now's the opportunity for you to shut out your competition. I do have exclusive sponsorship opportunities available and would love to hear from you. The final piece of housekeeping that I have for today is... I would like to thank Jason Strebe for his review on iTunes that he left. He says, five stars. Keep it up, Andy. Love the podcast. Have found past episodes very helpful in dealing with hand-up gobblers here in Ohio. Thank you to not only Andy, but all of his guests. With everyone's help, we're going to bust one soon. Thanks again and keep up the good work. Jason, thank you for your review. I hope you did get the opportunity to bust one in Ohio before the season ended. And if you did, send me a picture of it. I would love to see the photo of you and the turkey that you killed. If you have not left a review for the Turkey Hunter podcast, now is a great time to do that on iTunes and Stitcher because I'm going to start a t-shirt giveaway. Once a month, I'm going to pick one person who left a review as a winner for the t-shirt giveaway. So if you want to be qualified, jump on iTunes leave a review. Make sure that you leave your name in the review, either as your username or at the very end. And beginning today, since we're in early June, we'll start the t-shirt giveaway. So if you want a Turkey Hunter podcast t-shirt, go to iTunes, leave me a review, leave your name in the review. I will announce the winner in July. And the winner can contact me with a t-shirt size and a mailing address, and I will get the t-shirt sent out ASAP. So it starts today. Jump out there, leave me a review, and you could be the envy of all of your friends with a Turkey Hunter Podcast t-shirt. Okay, we are 285 days, 13 hours, 47 minutes, and 7 seconds away from the start of turkey season in the state of Alabama. And you know that I'm thinking about it already. I don't ever stop thinking about it, but now's the time to start planning for next season. So what we're going to talk about today is what we can be doing today to get ready for next season. I'm going to throw out a few tips for you. And now these are not necessarily turkey hunting tips, but they are turkey management tips. I don't care how good of a turkey hunter you are. If you do not have turkeys on your hunting property, you are not going to kill a turkey. It's as easy as that. 
you can take Cuz Strickland, Eddie Salter, Preston Pittman, Harold Knight, I don't care who it is. Put them in downtown Los Angeles, right in the city center. Tell them they can't wander off more than four city blocks from where you put them. They will not kill a turkey. There are no turkeys there to kill. So, if you want to improve your chances of success in the turkey woods, you need to improve your turkey habitat and your turkey population. And that's what we're talking about today. All right, so let's jump into this. The first thing that I want to tell you is to avoid mowing. I know us guys with tractors, we love to get out, get on the tractor, ride around all day and mow. Cut our fields, cut our roads, cut around our camp house, cut the grass, keep it mowed down looking good. But there are several problems with that. Bush hogging or mowing is one reason that turkey nests get destroyed. That can either be running over the nest with the bush hog or cutting all of the grass around the nest so that it's more easily found by predators. If you are mowing for cosmetic reasons, don't mow at all. Let those fields grow up. Let those right-of-ways grow up over the early summer so that you'll be sure not to destroy any nests. Not only that, but you may find that those poults are using those areas once they hatch for bugging and that if you're running a bush hog through there, you may end up killing some poults. The other thing is that the taller grass in fields helps to provide cover from avian predators like owls, hawks, and eagles. So that taller grass in those fields that you're mowing down is actually helping those poults to be able to escape. So by leaving that grass taller, you're helping those birds out. More poults that can survive this year will lead to more gobblers in two years for you to hunt. We all know that that's what we want. If you have to mow, if you are mowing for agricultural purposes, then I highly recommend that you get out before you mow and ride the field with a tractor or with a UTV and look for hens, look for nests. And if you happen to locate a nest, then mark that area and mow around the nest, but don't mow too close to the nest because you're going to make that nest stand out like a sore thumb and a predator is going to come right in there and destroy it. So leave a fairly large area around that nest when you're mowing and keep an eye on it. When that nest hatches, come in and you can mow it. Once the poults hatch from a nest, the hen and the poults leave the nest and they never come back. So once that nest is hatched and those poults are gone, they're gone. You are free to take the bush hog in there and mow away at that point. Typically, your hens are nesting around field edges. So that's the areas where you want to look for nests, where you want to look for hens who are sitting on nests. And that's also the areas typically where you will see the poults bugging in the fields as well. So be careful when you're mowing around there. If you can avoid bush hogging altogether, then do that. If not, then ride around, look for nests, look for hens, look for poults, and proceed carefully. Now here's something to try for next year. If you plant summer food plots or crops, then you can plow or mow those fields in late fall and early winter to keep the grass short enough that a hen won't nest in it. All right, the next thing that we need to do to prepare our turkeys to make it through the summer is we need to make sure that they have enough water. Right now in California, they're experiencing a horrible drought. If you live in California, it's probably too late to do something for this year's hatch and this year's turkeys. But you can go ahead and start for next year. For those of us in the rest of the country who are still getting some rain, 
we can do something today to make sure that our turkeys have water when we do get to that dry period of the year. I know in Alabama, our driest period of the year is September, October, November. And so we want to be sure that we have enough water available for the turkeys. There are a few ways to do that. If you have a creek or a ditch that wanders through your property and you have access to rocks close by, then you can actually dam that creek up or that ditch so that when it does rain, it will hold water in pools. And those pools of water will last longer throughout a drought. Now, something that you might want to do is clear the area around those pools a little bit. Clear some of the underbrush to make it a little bit easier for the turkeys to access those pools. Now, if you don't have rocky soil, one thing that you can do is you can actually go and rent a little mini track hoe and dig some deeper holes in the bed of the creek so that the creek will hold water for wildlife when we do hit that month or two of drought. Now, obviously, that's going to cost you some money. Not everybody's going to have access to do that. But there's a couple of ways that you can keep water on your property. And again, you want to make sure that the birds and the deer and all the other wildlife can get into those pools of water to get a drink when they need it. Now, if you don't have a creek or a ditch that runs through your property, then you may want to build a guzzler or a dam that will collect rainwater when it falls or when it runs off. So if you have a draw that comes down between two hills on your property, then you can build an earthen dam there in that draw that will hold water when we do get some rain and that runoff runs into that draw. Making sure that we have water on the property is essential to keeping turkeys on the property and essential to keeping the turkeys that are on the property alive. Poults need water every day. Hens and gobblers need it almost daily. So if you can keep water on your property, there's a real good chance you're going to keep turkeys on your property. Okay, another tip for you is to plant your summer food plots and crops that will provide food during the winter and early spring and even into spring hunting season. So if you're going to plant a crop for the deer and the turkeys, you want to plant something that's going to provide food for them when all of the acorns are gone in the woods and after the first freeze that kills all of the green leaves on plants in the understory that they're feeding on. And when you plant those crops, you want to be sure that you don't go in and mow the whole field down at one time, but mow strips down so that those crops are accessible for the turkeys over a period of time. So don't mow the whole field down at once. Mow it down in strips and space out your mowing so that there will be a food source present on the ground for the turkeys throughout the harshest winter months of the year. Now's the time to be planting those plots. And like I said, remember, if you're going to be mowing that plot before you disc it up, don't forget about those nests. Okay, I would also like to encourage you to work to develop a habitat plan with a biologist now. That will help you to avoid the rush right before the fall planting for our winter food plots. Your state wildlife biologist will come out and meet with you. Now you want to let the wildlife biologist know what your goals are for the property as well as what your budget is. And if you're hunting leased property, then be sure that the biologist knows that and let the biologist know what your limitations are and your restrictions are due to that being leased property. I also highly recommend that once you have the plan together that you go to the landowner 
have a meeting with the landowner and the biologist and say, this is what we would like to accomplish on your piece of property. First of all, we need your blessing. Secondly, we need your cooperation. Let the landowner know that you're going to handle the majority of the cost of those improvements that you're making to the property, but that it's going to benefit the landowner in the long run by increasing the landowner's land value. If you approach it that way, I think you can get the blessing of the landowner to do it, assuming it's not a timber company that's already managing the property. And in that case, you're probably going to be beating your head up against a brick wall. But if it's an individual private landowner, then you could probably get cooperation out of that landowner and approval of that landowner to start working your plan towards achieving your goal of having more turkeys on your hunting property. Okay, my final tip for you for early summer is to get out in the woods with a little bit of fertilizer and fertilize your understory plants that your deer and your turkey are feeding on. If you do that now, they will experience a good bit of growth over the rest of the summer. They'll have a lot of greenery on them, and they will have done a lot of growing over the growing season before the fall and winter roll around. And then late winter, early spring next year, you're going to go in, you're going to fertilize those again, and you're going to fertilize them with a fertilizer that is going to encourage those plants to bloom. Remember, the more blooms you have, typically the more fruit you're going to have, and you can buy a fertilizer to apply at that point in time that will really help those plants bloom and produce a lot of fruit and that fruit is going to be available for the turkeys all of next year but now is the time to fertilize those plants to get a lot of growth and a lot of greenery on them and make them as healthy as they can be going into the dormant winter season And then when you throw that fertilizer on them early spring, late winter next year, they should be ready to explode for you come next year. These things don't take a lot of money to do. They do take some time. Fertilizer is fairly expensive. Planting summer crops and summer food plots can be expensive depending on what you're planting. But you can get by doing these things for very little money and just a little bit of sweat equity going into your hunting property. If it helps you to kill one or two more turkeys next year, then I think you're going to have a hard time saying that the time and the money that went into doing those projects was not worth it. So get out there. It is never a bad time to be in the woods. Now's a good time to start preparing for next spring. And by following these few early summer turkey tips, you will help yourself not only next year, but for many years to come. Okay, so I appreciate you guys tuning in today. Don't forget to go to iTunes and leave a five-star rating and a review and be entered into the t-shirt giveaway. Be on the lookout for upcoming episodes of the Turkey Hunter podcast. We're going to have several shows coming up on fall turkey hunting. We're going to also talk about hunting mountain turkeys. Several of you guys have requested that as a topic for a show. And so we're going to talk about hunting mountain turkeys. We're going to talk about filming your turkey hunt, photographing your trophy, And we're going to talk about calling strategies in some upcoming episodes as well. So be sure to tune in next week for another great episode of the Turkey Hunter Podcast. Thank you again for tuning in. I know that you have choices and I appreciate you spending your time with us. I hope you have a wonderful week and I will see you next week. Goodbye. Thanks for tuning in. You were just listening to the Turkey Hunter Podcast. If you enjoyed the show, please go on over to iTunes and leave a five-star review. 
and make sure to head over to www.iamturkeyhunting.com to subscribe for free turkey hunting tips, tactics, strategies, and product reviews to help you have a more successful turkey season. And stay tuned for upcoming episodes on hunting afternoon birds, how to film your hunt, and the breeding cycle of hens, as well as some guest interviews. Thanks again for listening. We know your time is valuable, and we appreciate you sharing some of it with us. See you next week.